Let's grab our paintbrushes and travel back to Edo tonight with Miss Hokusai. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Otaku Movie Anatomy. Yeah, wait for it. Oh, yeah. Dude, I haven't heard her in a while. Yeah. She's still around? Yeah. How old is she? No, she just came back. She just came back from Wait, who is this? Shiringo. Who? She was oh really big. I don't know. Max, when I, when I disappoint me. Thanks for watching Otaku Movie yeah. Anatomy, everyone. Be We're sure back. to subscribe, <laughs> rate, back. and comment on iTunes. Hit that thumbs up on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the Popcorn Tot. Yeah. Yeah. I am your host, Human Ninja, and I am joined by... Uh, I'm Maxwell Song, and you can find me on the everything at Max Salt. And do I just want to mention what a great way to start the show hmm. by you showing your disappointment in me. Yes, that's that how we start every show. That, yeah. that happens every single it's, show. It's fine. It's I mean this time it was verbal as opposed to usual when it's just silent glares. Just our eyes. So. <laughs> Hi, I am Chubby Bunny Michelle. You can find me everywhere on the internet at I am Chubby Bunny. Boom 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 boom. boom. Well, yeah, remember my name is. We're back, guys. All right, who are... is this? Explain, this, okay. explain her to me. Sheena Ringo. The musician who's singing the song, by the yes. way. Who sang the song. The movie. And the song is the title song called I Want to See in the Farthest Distance or something like that. Yep. It's translated weird. Yep. Yeah, it's very long. Um, uh, Sheena Ringo was huge back in like the early 2000s. Yeah, when I was living there, she yeah. was having her heyday. Oh, yeah, so wow. she did like a lot. She, she writes her own music. A lot of oh. rock and roll, like mm-hmm. female rock and roll. But it's like really fun. Like she, she, yeah. she switches genres a lot. She did a lot of like random like swing and uh-huh. like symphony music in the middle there for a while, like around 2000 and I don't know, eight ish, like towards the end, I think, of her. I want to say Sheena Ringo, like visually, she's a lot yeah. like very like female empowerment, female mm-hmm. sexuality yeah. in Japan. Yeah. And but she has like a tiny little voice. It's adorable. Yeah. My uh, so the only real way that I can gauge J-pop in any way <laughs> is if it's before or after Gokt Vanilla. Oh, That's it's after. I, is it after? Way after. Okay. Way after. Gokt Vanilla was a long. It was like what? Gokt Vanilla was like 1999. Yeah, man. That's what I said. 2000. Anyways, tonight we're doing Miss Hokusai. Uh, sure the Japanese are. title is Saru Suberi, which we have just discovered means a thousand days of red. Crimson, maybe. I mean, it's the individually kanji are like, like no, 100, day, and then red or crimson, but it could together mean something different because that's how kanji <laughs> works. <laughs> that's how it works. It means yeah. painting is fun. <laughs> painting is fun. So the movie is actually a fictionalized account of the artist Katsushika Oe uh, work... Uh, let me re- let me re-say that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just is it going? hard? Yeah. Yes, is it hard, hard to pronounce Japanese going. names? Yeah. So and telling nothing happens. I know, Max. It's all right. I've given you so much shit about pronunciation. This is my turn. It's finally my <laughs> day. My day. It is a fictionalized account of the artist <laughs> Katsushika Oe while working in the shadow of her famous father, Hokusai. It is also based on the manga of the same name by Hinako Sugiura. Um. <laughs> Good jumping around those names. Buddy. Yeah, so that was really hard. <laughs> these are rough. Okay, these are some rough ass names. I have to it's, say, they're, they're not your normal Sasuke's yeah. and Sakuras. You know it what I mean? It is. It's like I'm looking at this. Yeah, like, like that's racist, but I don't know if it is. <laughs> Katsushika Oe, and which is not her real name, by the way. Yeah, this is oh. her artist name that she chose. The uh, movie actually premiered last year in Japan mm-hmm. and we have a snippet of the trailer for you those who don't are right, aren't familiar, familiar with it Hell yeah. oh, this is the Ninetales <laughs> part yes. right? Yes. play that trailer 
Da-dang, ding, ding. Yeah, let's fire. There's that song again. <laughs> There's no words. There's no talking. <laughs> that little dog killed me. Yeah. Aww. It's very pretty. Oh, yeah. This, that anime very was, beautiful. was very pretty. It was disjointed, but I think they were just like, nah, it's artsy, bitches. We're going to stay with it. There you go. Oh, they did call awesome. it Miss Hokusai in, in uh, yes. Japanese as well. It was uh, Sarusuberi caption Miss Hokusai. Miss <laughs> Hokusai. Um, cute, cute, cute. I have a question. Yes. No. Okay, yes. now actually, please go on, because my <laughs> question is a part of this. <laughs> so, um, the manga itself was told in a series of short stories that were not connected, but the director, Keiichi Hara, decided to focus on the role of Oe herself and her father's work. So, the movie itself is, a, is not referential to the manga at all. <laughs> um, oh, is it not? It's not. I tried mm. to find the the manga mm-hmm. because I, the I, manga ha- has like snippets uh-huh. of like things that she does, but it's not an overarching thing. But it's very similar because this movie is very much like a bunch of little snippets of days of their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True, true. Um, the as I said, the original anime premiered in Japan on May 9th, two thousand fifteen, and was later released uh, at the Fantasia International Film Festival in July where it won three awards for animation. Um, the film currently holds a 95% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. So what I was trying to say mm-hmm. is that I remember seeing trailers yes. for this festival, mm-hmm. and that's how I knew about this movie yeah. to mm-hmm. begin with. Mm-hmm. It was and playing in L.A. Uh, recently as well, but we missed. We all missed it for some we reason. We all missed it, mm-hmm. yeah. We, I think I was like, oh, we should try to go, but it was a day that something else was happening, also anime-related. Yeah. <laughs> anime world is very busy uh, in L.A., yeah. just so bustling. We are very spoiled. There's <laughs> tons of anime. A lot happening. Um, yeah, was was that it, Matt? <laughs> well, yeah, but also <laughs> the fact all? that my initial impression of it was that it was, it's definitely one of the. Uh, I feel like there's this trend of very nice, like visually artistic yes. films, mm-hmm. especially recently. Yeah, yeah 2016. Recently. Even though 2016 as a whole year is crap, but for the most part, the anime has the been anime very has good. Been, yeah, it's been very pretty. <laughs> yeah, Thanks so for, yeah, yeah, it's kind of backwards of over water, there. 2016, I'm sure. Good, good for you for holding a, holding us to a standard. Holding yeah. <laughs> together. Um, notable cast, uh, the voice of Oe is Anne Wat- Watanabe, mm-hmm. who is also in XX-Holic, Samurai oh, High, Anne, yeah. and the daughter of Ken Watanabe. She's no tried, way. Yeah, she yes. tried to go by just Anne for a long time. People were like, was, which one are you? That is such yeah. a common name. It's like, oh, right, right. So she yeah, Anne Watanabe. Watanabe. Um, yeah. Apparently, when I was reading into it, she's also a huge, like, History otaku. Hmm. There's oh, like a Japanese term for it. I can't remember it, but probably like rekshi otaku yeah, or like rekshi re, 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 uh, re, I think. Yeah, rekshi is history. Joel, I guess, girl. Yeah, like she's. I don't know. Huge history buff. History girl. Yes. History chick. History girl. Um, the That's voice cute. of Hokusai is Yutaka Matsushige, who is also in Crow Zero. That's right. Oh, Crow Zero. It's so bad. Like, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's so dumb. Um, and he was also Hattori Hanzo in Shinobi, Heart Under Blade. Yeah. As well as Sukiyaki Western Jungle. Ooh, yeah, no one was in Who was in Sukiyaki? There was no name credited, so I have no idea. Oh, man. She didn't Google Heart I wonder. I only IMDb'd it. And I didn't see just no name yeah. next to it, so oh, I can weird. look it up. <laughs> yes. So oh. as I said, this uh, movie was based off of fictional account of Oe's life. Um, and for those who aren't aware, she was the third daughter of four in Hoka- from Hokusai. So what we just didn't this? see the third one. 
or the fourth one. I mean, there's two of them. There's, there's two, two more of them. So, I, I mean, actually, it's funny enough, like, I had listened to a podcast on Hokusai, which kind of delved into a tangent about Oe herself. Mm-hmm. There isn't a lot known about her or Hokusai. There's, like, one part of Hokusai that is very well, like, recorded, which is mostly his artwork. And Oe only comes up, like, in, like, I think she's basically in her 30s, really. Mm-hmm. And she comes up only when ho- helping her father. But after her father dies, she just disappears hmm. from Japanese record. Like, nobody knows what happened to her. Yeah. Well, I figure it's like, well, it's just some crazy, like, you know, hippie girl. We don't care about her. We yeah, yeah, it's probably the whole being a woman thing. Yes. <laughs> but, well, at least we know a little bit. So we can go and to some fictional facts. Version. Fictional versus real. Well, she whoa, whoa. <laughs> As I said, Oe was the third daughter of Hokusai by mm-hmm. his second wife. Um, and that's the wife that was shown yeah. in yes, the... Yes, the wife that is shown in the anime is the second wife. I wasn't sure if that was her mother or if that was some other... You know what I mean? I, yeah. I couldn't tell. It's her mother. Should we Should we go um, through like a quick rundown of like what happens? Oh, yeah, the, the movie. Yeah, the movie. Where's your synopsis? Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, shit. <laughs> so, I guess uh, really quickly... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Matt. Just, so, just wing it. Take it over, Max. It's basically it. about like uh, OA being under the shadow of Hokusai mm-hmm. and her trying to find her kind of image within her father's fame, uh, within mm-hmm. all these situations. I guess he's... Uh, Hokusai is kind of a shitty father throughout the whole whole yes. movie. And his only obsession is basically art. He, he had, I mean, I think he, like, dwells into, like... They kind of make him out to be a little bit of a playboy, you know what I mean? Like, he just, he likes women. Yeah. But for the most part, you know, his only interest is art and not even his family or his wife or his sick daughter. Dying child. Yes. Uh, they, they show that he, he kind of cares about her a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but. He has a phobia. But the whole thing is, like, he's he's basically hypochondriac or as mm. much of a hypochondriac as you could be back in the day. Except, you know, like, hypochondriac now is like, oh, I gotta wash my hands. Back then it's like, oh, you could die. Like, that's a possibility. So yeah. he was being careful. I mean, I guess I get that. But, like, you know, his, uh, his daughter, his youngest daughter is very ill. Mm-hmm. And, uh, spoilers. Nothing good happens from yeah. her being sick in that time. There's and age. like it's no real. Like, I think if you look at this movie, it's just kind of like like this section of their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're like me and you actually know a lot about it historically, historically, it none of these timelines really align. They're not correct at all. Yeah, it's so, just for the movie. We yeah, have I'm sure. Shown these things, I think. So, you know, the movies have a series of vignettes that show different parts of her life, mm-hmm. some about her family, some about her art, some about um, her lack of experience in love life, and that's the whole movie, but, like, done very well and prettily. Yes. So. Pretty much. Go on. But <laughs> oh, yes. actually, real quick, um, in the chat, we have Ray Fuller. Is this person you know, like, in real life? Because uh, Ray says, so. I love Max's new hairstyle. It looks like Kido's from JoJo's is like, <laughs> and Shido's is Oh, that's good. <laughs> you don't, ah, you don't know him, you have a fan. Wait, which yeah, one wonderful. is Kida and Diamond is Unbreakable? Uh, Kira. I just got caught up on JoJo, but I can't remember Kira. his names. Who's Kira? Kira. Is he the, he's not the artist. No, that's, that's, uh. No, that's, uh, um. Kira, that's Akira. Kira. Oh, is he the friend? <laughs> is he the, um, crazy friend? Who, uh, he, he's the brother that he meets at the very beginning? I can't remember. Oh, no, he's the killer. He's the killer. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's okay. the killer, yeah. Oh. So I have a killer's hairstyle. Let's just talk that's about, pretty let's cool. Just talk about I, look like, I look like a serial let's killer. Let's just talk about JoJo. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's um, what I did. I was like, uh, can you just make me look like I'm a serial killer? Just like a little on the side. Wait, did you get your haircut? 
It's well, different. I mean, it's cut and then yeah. it's and like. Oh, yeah. Faded it looks a little like, bit, yeah. I don't know. It looks the same to me. Yeah, he was turning full shaggy dog like a week ago. But uh, that's true. Let's clean it up. Get out of my, <laughs> <laughs> my business. Yeah. So. <laughs> Fictional. This is real. <laughs> Back to Miss Hokusai. So, if you're like me and you kind of know what is actual fact, it was very hard for me to feel anything for the characters mm-hmm. because I know enough about it. So, um,. Oh no! The youngest daughter is not a real character. Oh. She does not. She does not actually exist. Weird. Um, Fun. It's kind of like how you know when we watched The Windows Rises, they like gave her, as we call it, glamour cancer. Yeah. Um. So that the main character has something to grieve over. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's a very common thing that happens in anime. Yeah. Movies. So it it was very odd, just because like, uh, as far as children go, Hokusai I think had three wives. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Don't quote me on that. Um, but it is believed that he had. Two daughters older than Oe and a son older than her, then it was her. And then she had either, she had two younger siblings, neither of which were named Onao. Mm-hmm. None of them died from glamour disease. Glamour cancer. So um, they just died of old age? Yes, they all oh, died of old age. Old age. Mm-hmm. Um, their, uh, the, yeah. things that they, yeah, the things that they did get right was that she was very eccentric and outspoken and independent. Um, she was actually married. So at the point in time of this film, she's actually much older because mm-hmm. she was already in her late 30s by the time she was living with her father and he was already in his 80s. Oh. And it is believed that she left her husband because she thought he was a shitty artist. <laughs> so her and her husband... Um, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, her that's and her really husband good. were both... Studying under another artist, uh, the ukiyo style, and then she, they got married. He became a merchant, and she would make fun of him because his art was shitty. And eventually, she left him because she's like, "I'm better than this." And wow, damn, son! So, Still cold, Miss Hokusai. Yes, <laughs> like so she's Yoka kind Ono of a in badass, real life. Um, and she, it is believed that she did a lot. Uh, she had a lot of help in in her father's later paintings. Mm. So. There's a scene where, she, in the anime, where she's drawing the dragon for her father, who's right. too busy going out and getting drunk. Mm-hmm. She actually, um, on the screen, you'll see there's a painting called "Old Tiger in the Snow," and it is labeled by Hokusai. But most people believe that Oe actually painted this because Hokusai had already suffered a stroke at this point, mm-hmm. and he was 88 years old. There's no way he could have painted it. Huh. And her, her brush style, because they used to collaborate, her and her father, her brush style is much softer versus his harsh one. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the artwork, you can tell that it's a much lighter hand and it's more detailed, which is kind of um, her style. Right. Um, a lot of the paintings that she did in the anime aren't actual paintings that she did. She only has about 10 that mm-hmm. they know of that belong to her. Uh, nobody. But knows. the ones that they showed, they were yes. the ones that they ac- she actually did, right? Or were they not completely? So the ones that they show, it's only hinting at her actual work that people uh. know of. So there's that one uh, of the uh, the dancers in hell or whatever mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, that her father says is like dangerous in yeah, that the anime film. One. It's call- a callback to one of her light and dark photo uh, paintings, which is a parade, but it's not a parade in hell. It's it's a lot of like art stuff. So if you don't like art, art stuff. If you don't Get know art, you won't know anything about this film. But but you know, um, I actually did study this era like a lot when I was in college. But I forgotten all of it because I'm old as hell. Um, so I I was kind of going into this a little bit blind. So mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I know the famous works of Hokusai, but that's it. Yeah. And I still really I still really enjoyed it. It's a it's a very beautiful film and it's yes. it's it's artsy. If you like artsy stuff. 
anyway. Yeah, but um, which is that? You know what else I read when I was looking up like her life story? Uh, she was the only daughter, the only child at his be- deathbed when Hokusai died. Mm. Oh, man. So he had like people guesstimate between four to like as many as seven children. She was the only one that was there. But he also lived to 88. Like how many of children died before him? Because, I mean, it, yeah. to live to 88 during that era is a feat. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like living to 130 here, yeah. you know? It's it's pretty, that's living way past your prime, especially that, yeah. you know what I mean? What year did he die? Was it, um, I can't remember, was it the 1800s? Yeah, it's the 1800s, yeah. Okay. It's like towards the, I want to say the mid period, before Meiji. Okay. So yeah, that sounds right. Sounds right. Yeah, sounds are out right. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's such a good creative film. It is. I just kind of wish I didn't know half of this stuff. <laughs> to be perfectly yeah, honest, uh, so, like the that's fact what I'm that saying. He, it's you know, hard. It's hard for like it was very hard for me to like watch this film and say, oh, this is great. When I know yeah. like oh. this is inaccurate. This is inaccurate. This part. Oh, so you're saying? Do you know about our? Part yeah, yeah. Films? But it's, the whole thing is, I knew about Hokusai, but only very vaguely. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, the ukyo uh, art style, which is the the block prints that you yes. see, like the tidal wave and all that, and I I don't know, Hokusai didn't do those, did he? He did the he wave. Did. Okay, he yeah. did the wave. So that's yeah. like the most famous yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I knew about that, but you know I didn't know about any of the history behind it or his life. And so to me, this is like I know that there's obvious liberties mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of her behavior in that time would have just been totally unacceptable, like, in a really shitty yeah. way. Which is but funny that's the way that it, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause uh, I, but when I read up on it, it's like, she actually was a lot like that. She was a tomboy. She was strong-headed. She was opinionated. She was independent. She got divorced because she didn't want to be with her husband. Like, yeah. it was pretty scandalous of her to be that way. Yeah, yeah and, and getting divorced is like... You know, you're like, oh, getting divorced is pretty serious now in lawyers. Uh, but back then it was like, uh, you could die. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I think with them, they just separate. Like, they, there wasn't, like, official. They yeah. just, they just yeah. didn't live together anymore. Yeah. Um, and, but just as someone that's an outsider, uh, I thought it was a pretty beautiful film just because, like, that's a, an era where I guess there's a lot of conjecture. It's, like, it's so in the past. The only thing you really have is written material and, you know, the sort of vague visual material that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, like this artwork, for instance. Yeah, and I believe <clears throat> that's what they're going for in the film. They We don't know, so yeah. they're just like, we'll just make it up and we'll make it nice and kind of, I don't know, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll make it artsy and great and see... And yeah. try to have, you know think of the best the best way their lives could have been. <laughs> it's like it's like even if it's not true. If there's one thing that I got from this particular film was the fact that whatever reality there was back in the day, whatever things had been depicted, they presented it as if it was reality, which gives it that really like nice fantastical element. And I don't mm-hmm. feel like the manga even had that sort because I've like read I've like seen snippets of it because I tried to look up the manga because yeah. that's what I knew when it was based on and it's very like kind of like old school manga style yes um, but it like the film very much shows like there's that part where you know he's talking about his hands floating away and then the woman's face yeah. pops yeah. out yeah. and uh, you know the idea was supposed to be like it's <coughs> supposed to be is there like a painting based on that or is that just but it's supposed to be like hey this is like the spiritual life and they kind of show it as if it was an artwork. Like, this is what yeah. people are inspired by. Like, the mm-hmm. parade of demons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, they even showed that as if it were a real thing, you know? So it's yeah. like, you know... Because they, artifacts real life. 
Yeah, I mean, (laughs) in a weird way, it's just kind of like how our lore is presented now, you know, or all of our myths, Mm -hmm. basically. You know, that's just trying to explain stuff. I'd love to talk about that. So the hands... So what happens in the film is that um, Hokusai, the father is called to do a painting, uh, a portrait of a geisha, or a geisha, or a Michael, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a... Or it's like the head, whatever, something like that. Yeah. And uh, so he does, he, you know, she actually, uh, Oe does it, and then the father's there, because they hear a rumor that at night, the woman's face, her head comes off while she's sleeping, and they're there to, like, talk about the rumor. And they approach it like, hey, (laughs) um, hey, so... uh, I don't be rude, but like you know, I'm Hokusai and I'm pretty famous, and we'd love to see you go take a nap and watch your head come off. And she's like, "Sure." Like it's yeah. re- it really I mean, weird. Set. I mean, like he he presented but, it like I know your ailment because this right. happened to me. Yeah. So he so he gives the example of I've had my hands float away. So mm-hmm. this whole the whole storyline it's presented as reality, mm-hmm. but as Max mentioned, it's it's. Instead of being actually being real, like in real life, this really happened. It's more about showing like artists feel like their hands are going away, like they can't make their art, mm. or they're they're giving away the art of their hands. And then in the Michael or the Geisha's case, mm-hmm. it was her face, her head, her you know, her, mm-hmm. her beauty was going floating away because she was giving it away every day mm-hmm. for money. Well, art. Yeah, yeah. And I really like that. I mean, I you know, I saw it. Did you repeat? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> those those are the moments I felt like it really gave this life because, or I feel like there's. There's a lot of good artistic technique that they had in the animation. Yes. You know, like the, the 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 paintings coming to life and then it kind of like, you know, the real life situation sort of turning into the tapestry of whatever mm-hmm. that painting is. And then it kind of showed at the end and, and you see where all these influences start kind of to come yeah. from. Because I think like the film itself is more like, it's not so much, I think it's funny because they present it as a story of, this is a snippet of her life, but it's more like a love story to ukiyo-e. Mm. which is the style because when you look at the film every little part is kind of like reference to some kind of painting and some kind of like the floating world that this yeah. type of style like depicts of like folk tales and like ghost stories and nobility and patrons and just kind of everyday like picturesque Japanese life yeah um, which is why they do a lot of the the demons and then like the mm-hmm. geisha with their head floating away just because it's like this could be a painting and mm-hmm. it probably was a painting but by somebody yeah. at some point yeah. the bridge too is very mm-hmm. prominent and that was the bridges in Japan are very prominently featured in ukiyo art um, in those times because it was kind of like the gateway mm-hmm. you know um, so there's a lot of scenes where she's just on the bridge with her dying sister and then on the bridge by herself and then on yeah. the bridge with this guy she likes and yeah yeah, yeah. dying yeah I mean yeah. It's, it's kind of a bummer now that I know that her life wasn't as dramatic I mean I guess I don't know what I expected just <laughs> why I think it's a weird weird literary thing of like let's just invent this character yeah. give it more drama I think they wanted to give it this kind of weird gravitas of like oh she's trying to take care of her sister and also her father but I mean her real life is that she like a lot of people t- discuss it now um, she never really got enough credit for the her art because she was a really good artist mm-hmm. and like they talk about it like uh, Hokusai in the film talks about how she's really good at Bijinga which is the pretty women mm-hmm. painting and if you look at the stuff that she's done it is really good comparatively to other stuff that you've yeah. seen like you, if you've ever looked at it like a lot of ukiyo-e um, female portraits look kind of flat and hers are much more it's very kind of western where it's there's a lot of light and shadows and a bit more like 
depth to it yeah. than the, her male like equivalents. Um, I just think that they kind of wanted to have more of like oh sadness than her being like an artist who just never really hit her her stride because mm-hmm. she had to live under her father's shadow. I, this movie like <laughs> is weirdly misleading because <laughs> I thought a good portion of her work was supposed to be influenced by her sister dying. Which I realize is not even a thing yeah. anymore. Yeah. So none of that was ever influenced, and now I just feel lied to. This yeah. movie is a lie. Yeah, that's, that's a, a, see, it's that's a beautiful what I'm lie. It's, it's a beautiful a lie. It, yeah. it is. I think it's weird because they play it off as if it were real, real, mm-hmm. and like I don't. The whole thing is I don't care if it's like fantastical. You know, The Wind Rises was fantastical, but mm-hmm. it was about a real person. Yeah, um, and I totally understand that. But like to invent a whole nother character and rechange their history like completely and entirely. I feel like that's kind of a weird thing to do, you know? I feel like it kind of robs them of like their own ability or like life story. Like it's kind of the yeah. same which is like, oh, this like in the wind rises like this guy was great but he had this great tragedy and I was like no he didn't he had a wife and a kid you know like he was fine yeah, yeah. he was fine but they're like oh <laughs> he's so tragic and I was like but he really wasn't like the tragedy that like you're showing me didn't cause him to be any greater because yeah. in real life he was fine without it like there mm-hmm. it's this trying to make like a weird folk tale fairy tale like something fantastic about it that isn't really there. I, I feel like it, in a weird sense, it's like the K-drama formula. Yeah. Because I, I feel like... Someone dies. Yeah, someone yeah. dies. And the whole thing is it's like what they do is like they kill off this person to give it more uh, an emotional impact, yeah. you know? Or they paralyze them or they're in a coma or whatever. But it's always like this this very physical mm-hmm. loss. They lose their hearing even though they're a musician. Uh-uh. Yeah, or like, it's you know, they like go the, blind yeah. but they're not... Like, you know, Everybody's got be Beethoven, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. but they can be great without this loss. Yeah, and I think when you realize it, like I think in Max's moment right now, when you realize that's not real, you feel like, oh, like it's all a lie. So like this fe- feeling that I felt is yeah. not real. It's not really based off anything. I mean, it's it I don't seems cheap. It does, <laughs> and the thing is, is like. Wow, what what a I didn't I didn't think I was gonna have this conversation at all after watching this movie because I really like this movie. This is very yeah. you know uh, I like lots of artsy animations and mm-hmm. you know that's kind of my bag. Uh, and this kind of I wish they didn't make it about a real person. I wish they didn't present it as if it was a hundred percent true. Right. Yeah, like they could have called the movie like the Edo Painter or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then it's not just like the sister dying. It's like. Her not having love or understanding sex because she's got to paint all of her mm-hmm. father's erotic yeah. paintings, which is true. We she did talk she about that for to. a second. Um, yes, that was really cute. Well, sorry, it was really cute how she had to draw erotic pictures <laughs> yeah. and didn't never have sex. Before. Adorable, but um, it kind of that's like a slow burn in the movie. Actually, it's yeah. like the only thing it, it's it's sung doesn't, doesn't come to a head at all. Yeah, but it's a slow burn because they, they mention it briefly. Like you draw beautiful women, but you don't know how to draw men. You should get experience. And she's like, eh, brushes it off, um, and then like. After sister dies, some other stuff mm-hmm. happens, and then she uh, hears about. Uh, she gets a, a free ticket to the theater mm-hmm. from a patron, and he says, "Oh, I gave the other ticket to that friend of yours, which is some guy you, you said she's kind of interested in." Mm-hmm. And she gets dressed up for the first time in the whole movie. She like puts on powder and puts a comb in her hair. That's kind of it. Mm-hmm. And, and then she doesn't go. No, she goes down the street, and then she sees the guy she wanted. She wanted to go see with another girl. Mm-hmm. So she just stops at the bridge that she's always on and just 
throws the ticket, it's like a little piece of wood, throws mm-hmm. the ticket in the water, and that's the end of that. She's just like, and I'm done. And yeah. then she goes to a brothel yeah. Uh, yeah. for, well, to, to, to she Gain wants to have experience. sex with a man. And so I'm actually yeah. familiar with the brothels that are men dressed as geisha. Yeah, so that part was very confusing for me because it was definitely, <laughs> it was definitely a man dressed as a geisha that mm-hmm. she was trying to have her first sexual experience mm-hmm. with so that she would understand how to paint better, like, yeah. erotic stuff. I like the way they set it up, because yeah. it was like, she's just in a lobby, and there's an old lady saying, oh, which would you like? And then a guy comes, two two men come down. Well, one guy's dressed as a geisha, and one guy is just like an old man with his face covered. And he's like, oh, I'll see you later. So he's obviously there to, like, have sex with a boy dressed yeah. like a girl. And then, so she's just like, I don't care, whatever. Goes in, and she's just like, I don't really want to do this. Uh, is that she's like trying a to yeah. force herself real to, thing? I feel like it is, because well, it's... So, because, I mean, you know, like, samurai, when they had younger pages and stuff like that, they right. had sex. Like, they, mm-hmm. there was, like... Oh, there's a word for that. I can't remember what Yeah, it like, it's... That movie, Taboo, is totally based off of it. <laughs> ah. um, but they had it's sex... Ha- it's kind of about the companionship more yeah. than it is about, like, the sex itself. I yeah, because it's, like, they're... They had homosexual relationships when there were only men, but then they all still got married and were interested yeah. in women. It's totally a, a samurai thing. We should have like uh, we should have just like a history facts busters about samurais yeah, and ninjas and, and geisha and all yeah. of that uh, because that is a horrifying fact that yeah. I had completely forgotten about. But I, I enjoyed so in the back to the movie real yeah. quick. Um, so she ends up she ends up going to, up to the room with this guy and he's kind of like let's do it and she's just so like not interested until she sees a painting in the mm-hmm. room and he's like oh that's um supposed to be the three Buddhas. Uh, I can't remember what he's, the three Buddhas and we usually keep that painting covered but cause it's kind mm-hmm. of half covered um, but don't worry about it and so after that she's like okay and then she starts to become interested in the sex but then the guy gets really sleepy I, that, I feel like that represents something but I don't know what it yeah, is I, I think that that Sleeping part is probably. really went over my head but then yeah. see but it's like so he falls those... asleep and then she has a vision yeah and then the worst part of that is like if you don't know, you think that it's real. But then if you do know, like me, she was already married and divorced at this point. She had already had sex. Mm-hmm. Right. So she was doing these erotic paintings because she knew. So it's like, it's one of those things, like, I know what you're trying to go for, mm-hmm. but you're not eliciting it for me because I know historically this is not right. factual. I think it's about, the, in the movie, the plot is that yeah. she has not had yeah. relations with a man. It should have been said based on a true story because I feel like if that was what it said, I mean, I guess it is. <laughs> now we're is. having all these problems with this movie. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> This is, like, the first time I've ever watched the movie and then, like, had to have it completely dissected in front of me. So I was totally not prepared. Um, But uh, it's so weird, though, because I think... I don't even know what to say about this movie because the movie in and of itself is a fine movie. Yeah, it's beautiful, too. I mean, even if it is based on them, like, a part of me doesn't really care that much because... That's what the story, that's Mm -hmm. just, it's like a story within the confines of some vague reality, which, you know, who knows what really happened. I totally get that aspect of it. Maybe, you know, you can say that it's married or whatever, but let's, that doesn't super matter. But, like, yeah, it's hard because, I don't know, I feel very conflicted. Is it, is it, it's still a good story. Uh (laughs) But I feel like you didn't have to have the sister dying because that yeah. didn't affect anything, anything of her real life, nope. which I you yeah. think is would be a, a part. But uh, even in the movie, it didn't really. Nothing happened from. Nothing it. happened she because that's how it, it basically ends. That yeah. she dies and then the movie it ends. But for me, like the interesting part was about her love life. You know, I thought it was going to be like a love story for the the mm. most. Of, I mean, I guess it is. Yeah. 
you know, it's like a love of family and, and trying to find love, like, elsewhere and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I totally got that. And I, I just, it's like, but why invent this character that's such an important part of the story that just totally wasn't even true? Mm-hmm. And then I just thought about Ray Charles' movie, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> they went to Jamie Foxx. They went to Jamie Foxx. And I know there was a lot of liberties taken in that movie. I just can't, but I think because uh, his wife dies or something mm-hmm. from overdose. What? It doesn't happen in real life. Or one of a girlfriend or something. So it just like it's there's it's like this idea of it being super fantastical. I don't know why this particular thing impacts me so much. Because usually it wouldn't bother me at all. I think anytime you put the word of the person, like the, the name of the person mm-hmm. in the title of a movie, you gotta be like, yo, this was like, it, there's there's ex- expectations. And as a Western audience, for example, like, um, when Pocahontas came out, let's, ha- let's have a conversation. <laughs> okay. When Pocahontas came out, and this was back in the day, this was in 1997, maybe 2000 even? No, I think it's like 96, 97. It was back in the days, we're gonna call it. When it came out, People were kind of okay with it because there wasn't this sense of like, like, hey, maybe we should like look at what really happened and like if this is fictionalized, you shouldn't call it Pocahontas. You should call it like the girl who was kind of Native American, but not really, with John Smith who was Mel Gibson. It was very confusing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but now we look at it, and we're like, holy shit, it's so like, oh god, Disney. Like, and they they kind of are just like, yeah, that never happened. Sorry, yeah. sorry. They never reference Pocahontas if they don't have to. It's because um, they put out this kind of very floral, idealistic yeah. version of something that wasn't yeah. actually what happened. When she was really yeah. 16 and John Smith was like yeah. 40. So a lot of bad stuff happened and they tried to make it like this fluffy Disney story. So now they're very careful with it. Look at Mulan. Like they're very like, we will cast only people who are actually these ethnicities mm-hmm. as the voice actors. They're being very careful. So now as Westerners, we've seen this kind of transition to being like, yeah, we should be sensitive to people's actual histories and being mm-hmm. truthful is very important, I think, to us as well. Uh, you know, as if someone was a rock star and they, you know, used to be a country star, we're kind of like, oh, that's, you're fake. You're like a fake, <laughs> the whole fake nerd girl thing is, you know, yeah. a part of this. Therefore, you know, we wouldn't have a Jackie O movie coming out, like, I don't know, like next month. And it wasn't really Jackie O's story. It'd be like, oh, but to us, looking at Hokusai, it's completely fictionalized. It's almost yeah. like, it's like, you know, you'd say worse than Pocahontas. Yeah, because like, <laughs> it's, it's true, because at least Pocahontas, <laughs> they, they took a story that was mostly true and just kind of like, tuned up the more fantastical parts. Mm-hmm. This is just like, they took her life and then added parts that were just absolutely not true to give it, like, gravity and drama. Right. And it just feels absolutely, when you when you realize it, it just absolutely doesn't feel like you, you should feel anything. Yeah. I, I, I'm just thinking about all of, like, the autobiography, like, docs that I've seen or, like, the autobiographical <laughs> movies. Yeah. I was just thinking about Straight out of Compton. And I know there's a lot of stuff from Straight out of Compton that, like, it doesn't necessarily make yeah. sense. But, like, that's a good example where it is fantastical and and pieces are kind of rearranged, but the same the people are all there. Those were the yeah. same people. They didn't add uh, uh, a they, person in NWA, exactly. Like did, but just did, and that just decided to. Well, I mean, obviously one of them does die, but anyway, the whole oh, point yeah. is the fact is they didn't add a totally fictional character. Yeah, right. Like it, it wasn't yeah. like Mr. Bugs. Like what up, Mr. Bugs? Like that makes no it's sense. True. But like straight out of Compton, it was just like one of them dies because he actually really dies and yes. it had an effect. Whereas this one is just like, this younger sister is supposed to die and have this effect on the father, like Hokusai and and uh, Oe, <laughs> and, yeah. and then the the mother, and it's just like, she didn't actually exist, and her younger siblings didn't actually yeah. die. But to be fair, like, in the movie itself, it didn't affect any of those characters. They were yeah. kind of like, uh, oh man, I think she I think she passed, and like, even her mother's like, 
she 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 the word she used like she she has gone like she's mm-hmm. she's she's left and you know you can tell everyone said but like holding back but then like it just moves forward i yeah. it, the weird thing too is like i feel like the whole theme about this movie was melancholy it was mm-hmm. it was like she just is trying to live through life as apathetically as possible which i actually liked i mean i was like <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's like one of those things where it's like you just kind of had to like deal with whatever you have and that's what she had and she yeah. accepted it which i totally understand uh and i get but now all of a sudden it just feels like she was apathetic for a totally different reason which is her life was boring as hell really <laughs> i think like if you actually look at her life like if it was actually a snippet of her life you she would be one of those people that like she was born before the correct time for it because if you think about it like if she'd been born a little later or more present day where like the women would actually have some kind of say in their life or, like, be able to be independent and have her own kind of artistic abilities shine, she would have done better. I think the fact that she had to live in this world that was mostly ruled by men and a lot of the men attributed her work to, uh, the work that she did to her father, it's kind of like, yeah, it kind of sucked for her to be alive at the time. I think that was the story that they should have focused on, Mm -hmm. not so much the fake sister. Yeah, that totally makes a lot more sense for me, too. I think if they had not given her that fake sister and just focused solely on the relationship between her and her father, even if it was fictionalized, yeah. it would have been better because nobody actually knows their relationship because there's no documentation. Yeah, it, I mean, it could have been... Yeah, that's the whole thing is it's like, if you're going to make like a fantastical interpretation, then you need to make it yeah. a fantastical interpretation completely and fully. And the whole thing is like, towards the end, when I... When it was like, okay, so, you know, there's a conclusion and it says... That she lived with her father until her father died at, like, mm-hmm. well, I guess 88 or whatever. And then she just dies. It says that she six dies, like, later. six months later. Yeah. Which I thought, I'm like, okay, that's weird. Because I was doing the math in my head, which with my assumed idea of what her age was. Because I thought she was, like, 20 or something. Yeah, which you is think pretty she's, old. like, 20. Yeah. But apparently not. And if he lives till like eighty eight, she's probably like sixty or something, yeah. right? She's she's much older, and like they don't mention it in the film. But once her father dies, she is when she withdraws from her artistic and social life, and I think she goes and basically is like living like an equivalent of like a convent yeah. for the rest of her day, just to live a peaceful life. But like, I don't even know if she actually died six months later. I don't know if that's actually... actually. Yeah, because that that just made really no sense to me either, because I was like, there's no... If she was so young, in my head, I was like, so she was like, you know, he's, what, 60 or something in the the movie? Yeah. In this movie, he he seems to be about 60. She seems to be about 20. Okay, so then it's like, oh, she she must have died at like 45. And now I'm like, no, none of of this happened. So it's like, (laughs) even at towards the end, they're just like making a bullshit. (laughs) It's like ridiculous. Um, well, that's like, I, I just, I had a good idea of what I, what I liked about this movie, and now I don't know Aww. anymore. No, we don't know. We got flipped upside yeah, down, okay. y'all. Well, let's talk about, let's actually just talk about what we did like in the yeah. movie. Sure, our favorite yeah. scenes? Yeah, favorite sure. scenes. Oh, shit. Go ahead. I don't know, I'm thinking, I liked, I think we talked about a lot of them already. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like when she's just walking around with her sister, and, uh, it's, Snowy, it has snowed, so mm-hmm. it snowed. Uh-huh. It has snowed, Ugh, English. And it uh, is snowed. she's trying to like show like her sister, like oh, it's, it's snow and it's cold mm-hmm. and it's making these yeah. noises. And then they meet, they stop at a tea house to get um, hot drinks, and then she meets a little boy. And the little boy is kind of like, oh, weird, she can't see, but then takes her out and like 
Yeah, that Again, was cute. Again, none of this happened in real life, so yeah. now I'm kind of like, God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, she, I mean. It's such a damper, right? Yeah. Because, but again, like, she it's was, an anime movie. Let's just yeah. talk about the anime movie portion of which, it. Which is fine, yes. All right, um, so we can they, move they, on. They play really nicely because she's like like listening for him. And yeah. it's, it's, it's like this elongated, quiet scene mm-hmm. of just playing in the snow. And it's very beautiful. It's, it's well animated, like the whole film is. Um, but I just liked it because it was so simple. And it didn't have to be in there, but it was, it was nice. You know, yeah. I think... The thing is, if she didn't play such an important part in this whole movie, <laughs> she's basically the main conflict. She's the mm-hmm. thing she that really like ties. Was that the girl, little girl? I, mean, I don't know. know. Maybe, we don't maybe know. that's it. We don't Who know. Was it? Who knows? <laughs> uh, it's a mystery. <laughs> um, so, like, she was such an important part of like this whole thing. I think that's also is really what makes it like crazy. Is like okay, like for example, if. Like the Ray Charles movie had like this pinnacle character that like affected his whole Always life. Back to it, the was Ray just, it was just <laughs> Ray Charles. What happened to that okay. movie that you hated? I don't, I don't no, I, there's nothing about that movie I hated. <laughs> that movie is fantastical. Hey. Um, uh, but it, you know, like it takes liberties as well. You know, he, yeah. like he has like these crazy hallucinations, and it's very artistic, just like this movie is. It just, you know, what the thing that differs from that is. Uh, all of the things that happened happened for the most part. Yeah. You know? But it's never uh, this weird pivotal moment. And in this movie, she is the most important mm-hmm. part. The yeah. father is, like, kind of important. She, obviously, OA is important because she's the main character and it's, mm-hmm. like, her journey. But the father is really just, like, the protagonist in a weird way. And then she is the main point of okay, this whole fucking we, thing. We understand. Yeah. You hate there's a baby, so, a dying baby in this movie. No, it, <laughs> no, it's because she was the best part right. of this whole movie. Like, all of her scenes are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, her, like, when she's under yeah. the bridge and she's, like, you know, playing with the water or whatever. Even no, when she's, like, yeah. dying and she's, like, you know. Even so, when she's dying. Even when she's dying, like, it's fantastic. It's I feel like, like I really ruined this movie for Max. <laughs> like, I feel so bad because, like, I feel like I was like, no, this is actually what happened and ruined everything that you liked about this the, movie. Okay, but the thing is, I'm going, if I if I see it as, like, a, a biographical thing, obviously it's bullshit, but as its own movie, I think it's great and it's, like, it's a good, it's like if we had a movie about, like, Van Gogh, you know? Yeah, exactly. Or Van Gogh. Hit the, I guess the it's real way to... It's not Van Gogh. It's Van Gogh, isn't it? It's, it's, it's Van, Van Gogh. Gogh? It's yeah. Van... Uh, if you had watched Ooh. Doctor Who, you would have known that. Right, no, everyone. okay. So, the English say Van Gogh, but yeah. people still call it Van Gogh. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I called it Van Gogh for a very long time, though I did hear it from a history class, and that that's Van the Gogh. Okay, so it's uh, Van Gogh. You heard um, it here. Yeah, but... Uh, the thing is, it's like, if you made a movie about his life, it would be kind of in the same way. I think they actually did make a movie about his life. I'm sure they have. It's been yeah, have. they have. I think, it's, I think I've seen it. But, um, uh, so... It's called Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> they did a really, they did a really good job. Anyway, the uh, whole point is, I really liked how they, like, brought all this art together. Mm-hmm. And even the, all the fantastical elements of how, like, all art was involved with everyone's life and why it was so popular, because you would think back in the day, like, you know, art has always been this weird thing that's been appreciated through history, no matter how bad a time of history mm-hmm. that is. Even if it's plague or a famine or just a governmental upheaval, there's always art. And so this is a really good example of that, especially with, I guess, at least for me, where I don't know that much about Japanese mm-hmm. art. Um, but as, as 
just a storytelling element, man, that's atrocious. <laughs> Some atrocious shit. They were yeah. sitting around in the bullpen like, oh, we got to make this movie a little bit more dramatic. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Oh, dying girl, dying girl. Yes, someone has little, to die. Dying it little sister. Be, it can't be one of the main characters. I feel like all she needed was tuberculosis to nail it on the head of every uh, single trope. Uh, TB. No, she basically it's all about that TB. But I agree with Max. Like, <laughs> I think this movie, like, I, I still really like this movie because it is definitely a love letter to, like, ukiyo-e. Mm-hmm. Every single thing that you see is just like paintings like strewn together by a very weak weak writing by the way weak writing but like it's so pretty and like they reference it like the way that they react like the the tone of it it's very much in the style of like like this is kind of like you know because a lot of people are like it's hedonistic it's just kind of mostly the nobles and aristocracy doing kind of their own thing and not really having a part of the reality of like the peasants during the Mm -hmm. time so I see it um but it also, when I was reading up about it, it, it made it makes sense to me where it's just like, um, this was a huge influence on the Impressionists. So if you look at this movie and you think about it, if it was like Van Gogh, Manet, Monet, Degas, um, Lautrec, all of those people, all of their paintings strung together and then somebody made a story about it. It's basically the same thing. Mm. So it's very pretty. Yeah. That's what I, that's what yeah. I got. Oh, it's like that it. movie Shakespeare in Love. I watched that. <laughs> yeah. Basically, all of this, like, oh, sorry, all of this place strung together. Yeah. I think that was the, the strongest point of yeah. it. Um, yeah. So, rating? Should we rate to the lines? Yeah. Ready? Ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> You're so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. You're so sad. I'm so sad I ruined it for you. Uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Obviously, you know what I what I have pains about, but it's a beautiful movie and it's yeah. definitely worth watching. I think it's definitely worth like, watching. If you like animation, mm-hmm. and to be fair, it is a good story, it's just a shitty autobiography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they, they shouldn't say it's based on any sort of reality. It's I not. don't even know. That it's not true. It'd just, be like uh, loosely based on Hokusai. Yeah, yeah. they should have called it Ukiyo-e. Yeah, it literally yeah. should have been called Ukiyo-e. Ukiyo-e daughter or something, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, pretty much. Some girl Ukiyo-e does Ukiyo-e musume. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much. Better title. Yeah. <laughs> you heard so, it here, folks. That's it for us. Next week, what do we got, Michelle? Oh, I, I want you guys to pick. help me pick. I have two ideas. One... Okay. One is, uh, what is it, uh, the, you guys remember the live action Pretty Gar- Guardian Sailor Moon that came out way back in the day? Yeah. Oh, they made man, a movie. super old. What? They made a movie that wrapped a, up the plot line that where Mamoru and Osaki get married, and it's atrocious. It's amazing, but it's like a, it's Wait, like movie is it a live action movie? Yeah. Yes, it's from yeah. live action. So that's one of the options. Oh, well, that's uh-huh. rough. The other option is Whisper of the Heart, the Ghibli movie, which I've actually never seen before, and it was put out to that. me uh, recently, and I was like, oh shit, I watched like 10 minutes of it, it's beautiful, but Whisper it's, of the Heart. came out in 95. Is what it is sad? That? Uh, no one dies, I don't think. I Google it real quick. No right. one dies. I no think one it's, dies? It's a boy and a girl in high school, and they grow up to be artists. <laughs> I feel like... Oh. I that, could do either. Yeah? I could, be, I could do either. I mean, this was a pretty... This, Moon this or, was a pretty intelligent conversation that yeah, we had about yeah. art and culture, and I think yeah. we need some stupidity in yeah. our so lives. Maybe we should pretty do Guardian? Sailor Moon. Pretty yeah. Guardian right, it guys, is. All right, guys, you heard it. Next week, Pretty Guardian, Sailor Moon, the wedding episode is the... It's a movie-length feature, and it's... Ridiculous and Taylor Mars is like, I'm in Fast and Furious, I don't have time for this shit. It's great. That's fantastic. That's it from us. Once again, I'm Human Ninja. You can find me everywhere online at Human Ninja. Uh, you can find me at Max Salt at everything. You need to give me a like an indicator. You can't just like you just like snap looked at me. I am Michelle. You can find me everywhere at I am Cherry Bunny. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. 
For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host's only, and not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.